Sundays is always the best for us, huh, Joel? Sunday fun days. Sunday fun day. That's the day we record. Yes, it is. You may not hear it till Thursday, but we're recording every, every Sunday. Warning, we use salty language in the show. It's hard to trust anyone again. After all the letdowns I've been through. Haunted by what I've been through. Best to try while I can still breathe. And I'm screaming out. Give me hope somehow. Mute math. Chaos. We're just going to get that sponsorship right out of the way, right out of the gate. Remember, if you want to be a sponsor, just get a hold of us. We're on all the social medias. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a private message. Get a hold of us. What's What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. I'm Jewel, the daughter. And And you're you're listening listening to What the the F is Ladylike. Wish I could see what it's like to be the blood in my veins. Do the insides of all of my fingers still look the same? Halsey Clementine. our listeners, Jules. Who? You're going to be really excited. Am I? Mm-hmm. Stop. What? Well, who do we got? Japan. What? That's yeah. awesome. Japan. Well, I don't know if I'm saying that. Is it konnichiwa? Right? Yeah? I don't know. I could totally be butchering that, and I'm so sorry. So but we welcome, Aust- welcome, guys. Then we have Austria. Oh, well. Then we have Kansas. Hey. Kentucky. Welcome, welcome. Thanks and, for listening, guys. And if this is the first time finding us and listening to us, welcome. Welcome to our community. So as you know, if you follow us, you know we posted out our top 10 music that we listen to that helps us um, our go-to, right, Joel? Yeah, these are our go-to songs in which it was very hard for me because I really like music a lot and it's hard to just fit it in 10, 10 songs, but these are my 10 songs that I can never get sick and tired of. So tell us about some of the music choices you got there, Joel. Um, so, <clears throat> you got my girl, Billie Eilish. I mean, I'm obsessed with her. There, That's the one where I was like, I just want to have her whole album be like a song. Because it's like her whole story and her messages that she gets across. Like, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, I got Modson. I mean, you guys have heard us religiously talk about Modson. Modson is freaking amazing. I I listen to people who I think talk about real life struggles, not necessarily struggles, but things that are going on in the real life day to day things that you do. Mm -hmm. And then his song is Shoot Him Down. Uh, The reason why I picked that song is because just the line, shoot him down with the peace sign. Like, instead of spreading hate, instead of spreading more negativity, spread peace, peace and love. No, yeah, do it. No more bad. Like, there's so much bad and negative stuff in the world. Just, like, spread some peace and love, man. Right? Right? 
I mean, I think, don't you got a couple of this? Like, you got a couple mods in on there, don't you? I do. I have two mods in. I mean, I have a mod sun song on my list. It, um, it's called Amen. Mm, beautiful. And good one. it's not a very popular song by him. But mm-hmm. that song, to me, is it. Is it. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I religiously, no matter what, let's say I'm having a, let's say I'm having a really hard day, a really just trying to, I mean, let's face it, being a human is such a struggle to try and get through your day on a daily basis, even if you're not, even if you're not struggling with something in your life, it's, it's hard just to get through your day and one song that I always listen to by Monson is The Path Less Traveled and the reason why I I always put that song on is because I don't want to walk in the same path as somebody else I want to walk in my own path I want to learn from my mistakes and I want to move on just like I mean to me my idol is Modson because he's fucked up all over the place like I have. He's owned up. He has struggled a lot. He's overcome. He's very happy. He's genuine he... to who he is. Right. And that's the way I I want to be. That's why that's why there's a couple songs that is Modson because it hits me right Right in my own little feelers, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I think my person for that is Logic. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you guys are past listeners or listeners that have heard our past podcasts, you guys have heard me talk about Logic. He is someone who has been helping me overcome a lot of things. And I have three songs on my list just for him. And I'll just list them. It's Yuck. Don't be afraid to be different in dark place. And all three of those songs talk about all different types of things going on. <clears throat> dark place talking about mental health. Don't be afraid to be different is saying don't be afraid. Like basically the message that you were kind of saying, like don't be afraid. Don't walk the same path. Don't right? be afraid to be different. Be yourself. Be genuine to who you are. Because when you start acting or doing stuff that isn't for you, you start not feeling good. And I noticed that for myself because I started dressing differently and doing stuff that wasn't for me. And it didn't feel good. And then I switched it back up to just being comfortable in my own skin and what I liked. And I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I have enough on mine. You know, I have uh, 10 feet down. 10 Oof. feet down. NF is, oh, he is such a lyrical genius. Yeah. 10 feet down. I think I listened to NF like years ago and nobody really knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that time I got you those tickets to Logic and he was opening, I was so jealous. He was amazing. Because, and he... I don't think people give him enough credit because um, he can really, he can really touch you in a way and say it, be right there in your face and, and tell you. Basically, one thing that, that I will say, one part in his music, be a good person and you can have all the money, 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 money in the world. Guess what, guys? You're not taking it to your grave. You're not taking it to your grave. You know what? When you die, you know what's going to be remembered? It's going to be remembered the actions and the kind of person that you were. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. when you look in the and when you look in the mirror every day, what are you going to see back? When you look in that mirror, what are you going to see reflected back at you? Yeah, and I to talk about NF, I really 
his messages and all of his songs are oh they're deep they're very deep um but they're stuff that needs to be said and talked about i mean <clears throat> the song i have of his i mean me and you're similar into the interests in music we like i mean we have a couple different things but um for my song choice of his was why and in that song basically he's talking about he doesn't mean to but he pushes away the people he loves the most you know but he doesn't try to but he doesn't know how to deal with his emotions because you know he's dealing with stuff mentally and then on a lot of his songs if you listen in the background he'll say like too many faces too many faces that's Mm -hmm. because of all of the things going on in his head all the voices he gets in his head right and i think people who struggle with mental health i think can relate to that very well Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I have my all-time favorite. I mean, people probably don't know who my favorite band is. You know who my favorite band is, right? Yes, I do. And I remember the, I'm not going to tell their name because you get to tell them, but the moment you got to see them, oof, how excited you were. I even had my son, he even even dove for like uh, a drum stick for me. And you still have it. Still have it. Yeah, I do. So my favorite band is called Mute Math. Mute Math. Man, I I, I don't think that they're the same band anymore, and it breaks my heart. But that drummer, um, he would... Oh, it was just... That band is so amazing. I highly recommend anybody checking out I mean, their music in general is, like, super dope, but the images and videos that you showed me of them in concert, like, yep. they are definitely a concert you want to go see. They will, you will get entertained. Yeah. And and I don't think that they're, like, I don't know if the drummer is still in, which, I love, that was my favorite drummer. And, well, actually, to be honest, Travis Barker is my favorite drummer, but to see um, somebody, you know, like mute mass drummer it was just amazing it's just amazing my favorite songs by them is break the same the live version break the same because number one i mean we all break the same it doesn't matter who you are if you're loaded with money or if you're poor we all are going to break that same we're and we all bleed break. the same blood guys well not all the same blood we all different have blood different blood types but we all bleed blood you know just yep, saying we do. <laughs> we do, we do. And my other one by them that, you know, I love, I love a lot of their music, but um, it's hard to p- just pick a couple know, or just it was one. So hard, just top ten, top ten, what? <laughs> top ten? No, chaos. Ooh. In that cha- chaos, everybody needs to be listening to that song right now, man. In a world Especially, full of chaos, yes, man. In a world full of chaos. And who, who is gonna help you through that chaos, man? Because this world is so jacked up. It really is. It, it is. It is. It is. It is. I know you got another couple favorites on yours. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, I guess to, like, counterbalance with, like, what you're saying, like, the world being such a bad place right now, there's a song I've been listening to, and it's so, it's so cute, you guys. It's Pink and her daughter, and oh. her daughter Willow. It's called Cover Me in Sunshine, and that is something to, like, kind of, like, look forward to because the world's a mm-hmm. bad place right now, dark place, but she's saying in the song, one day I could see it's going to be a bright, you know, beautiful place, and it's we're going to get there one day. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's so cute, guys. If you guys, you guys have to check it out. It is so beautiful. Her daughter does such a great job. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. So on rainy days... Um... And, and I'm trying to get in tune with like my soul and do all that stuff. I always, Chris Cornell has always been love. I mean, yeah, love he him. was in Soundgarden and all that. But Chris Cornell, just by himself, he, he brings like tingles when he sings. You know, not, not like, you know... Not His like voice. a sexual way, but you know, it's like, 
uh, it just, you know, mm-hmm. it just hits you. There's no other voice like his. And he did this sold solo album a long, long time ago. And I it was for a movie. And mm-hmm. my favorite song, just, I can listen to it. It's one of those songs that I will never get sick of. Mm-hmm. And it's Sun Shower, Sun Shower. Love it. I just, I love him. I love him. Do you have one of those, Joel, that you just never get sick of? I do. And these are kind of like my day one. I've been listening to this band for a very long time. I think since I was like 12. I don't even know. And it's Paramore. Paramore has been my band. They... Mm -hmm. They've gone through some changes, obviously. There's been different band members. But Haley Williams, oh, nobody can sing like Haley Williams. Oh, her voice is just, oh, gets me to my core. Like, gives me, like, the chills. And I think the song that I can, again, I love all of their music. And I would love to just pick a whole album, but I have to pick one song. And Misguided Ghosts, because... It's kind of talking about, in a sense, a misguided ghost. You're misguided, but you'll find your path one day, and things will be okay. And not just the words, but that song, and the instruments, the guitar. The guitaring reminds me of my brother so much, and that's, why I think, why I hold on to it a lot. But their, their messages that they talk about is kind of similar to a lot of the other music I listen to. She talks about <clears throat> overcoming mental health, and she's a big mental health advocate now. But she talks about love and not just love within uh, a partner, but she's talking about love within her own parents and mm-hmm. how she struggled with it with you know her father and talking about real-life stuff. And... Some people may have been th- thinking she was talking about a lover, but she a lot of the times when she was talking about um, love, it was about abandonment that she got from some of her family members. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, there's some people who can relate to that too. And it, like I said, her voice, the way she just sings, it just gives me the chills. She is just a beautiful soul. I really love Machine Gun Kelly's new, I mean, he, he. The new stuff he's been putting out. I really love his new stuff, but I got to bring it back to my favorite song still. I mean, I love his new stuff because, I mean, it's more me. Mm-hmm. It's more everything, you know, Travis Barker's with Travis Barker. I love Travis Barker. Um, he's his drummer in his new album, but. I got to bring it back to Glass House. Glass House was all alone in a glass house. I got to see him perform that live, and it was so just, oh, he was sitting, He the timing of when he was doing this was his Hotel Diablo, so mm-hmm. he had a big, huge skeleton thing, and he was just, he sat there, and he just sang it, and just sang it to the crowd, and Oh, you felt it. Yeah. I I love his new stuff, and, you know, it's on my top. But when I was thinking of Machine Gun Kelly, I mean, that song, it just hits me, man. Just well, and hits they, me. they judge him. They're like, how could you go from rap to this? You never were into this. But if you really listen to Machine Gun Kelly from the jump, he's always incorporated drums He's because he's always had Rook. And then he's always had instrumentals. So I don't know where these people are saying, oh, it's out of nowhere, because it's not out of nowhere. He's always done it. I just got to say this. It takes all the flavors of the rainbow, all the flavors of the rainbow, especially when it comes to music. You can't just be stuck on one. You just can't be stuck. And even if it were so that he was just doing rap and what he wanted to try something new, but it isn't something new for him. It isn't. It isn't anything new. That's the thing is he's always played. He's played guitar and he plays the drums. He's and that's if you know him, then you knew that. And 
so it wasn't a shock for me when he made this album I was just excited I was so excited when he was making this music because it's like pop punk like it's just it's, it's a great map it's a great mashup and mm-hmm. it's it gets you it has all mm-hmm. the feels has all mm-hmm. the feels mm-hmm. it's yeah. so good and it's ooh, with travis barker on their oh, side man. blink 182 travis Barker. oh it's gold you guys what is your favorite song from mgk right now it's it's so hard but right now it's play this when i'm gone it that one's that one's deep it's it's a little hard but that one's for his daughter and i for someone being me struggling with stuff about bad thoughts you know i can relate to that with you know my kids and it yeah He's he sings to his daughter so, so good. It yeah. just it's. You hear him rapping, but then when he's actually like singing, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, before before COVID hit, Jill and I were going to see this uh, amazing artist. Bad well, a couple ass of them. Biatch. That's what Bad I'm going to say. Bitch badass bitch it was so hard for me to uh, pick just one of her songs um, because I like almost almost all of them and I've been listening to her for a long time yeah Um, I have a whole album that just helps me a mm -hmm. whole and it's not a big one it's only got like five songs Mm -hmm. but so my my song from Halsey that I love is it's a live version she did, and it's Castle. It gets me pumped, gets me pumped. There's those songs that get you pumped, and I really respect Halsey. Um, she I don't think she got a very good uh, rap. I mean she was always kind of like a guest or a you know featured um, artist on a lot of songs. And I don't think that she got enough credit at first. I agree. I feel like she had um, the couple few that people draw got drawn to, but then it was yeah she was getting brought onto a lot of songs. But mm-hmm. what they didn't see was she was making music on the sidelines. She was mm-hmm. also working on her poetry, mm-hmm. and she she's incredible. She's an incredible she's, woman. She's an artist. And now she's having a baby. Ooh, yeah. Wish her nothing but luck. And if she has any questions, she can just shoot us a message. We'll help her out. Because she's helped us out. Oh, yeah. Her, yeah, like I was saying, like her whole album, the Manic album, oh, mm-hmm. the whole Manic album is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from that is the song Clementine. I don't, you've heard Clementine. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. It's the I don't I don't listen to a lot of soft songs except for a couple of these ones that are on here, and that is one of the soft songs that just speaks to me in another level. That is just just makes me feel true to me after I listen to it, and it makes me feel in a way better spot because. I think Halsey gives you that definite, like, you don't need to be like that other woman over there. Right. Look at me. Look what I'm doing. Look at what I've accomplished, you know, because she hasn't been like every other woman. And I look up to that. Yeah. Yeah. I also like, uh, you know, I like blues. I like rock. I like... The Every blues festival. Of, I love the blues. Love <laughs> the blues. Um, like jazzy stuff. But one one lady, uh, ZZ Ward, she can sing, man. She can sing. She sings a song that uh, you know I put down. You know, but people would probably know it would be "Put the Gun Down." Um, is a good one. But it, she can sing, man. I listen. You know. It's a good thing that 
Bonnie Raitt came out uh, with a popular song when my father was trying to introduce the blues to me because in doing that, I, I was more open mind about the blues. Yeah. And, you know, we listed, you know, some of our top music, but the blues, I feel like that's, a, that's where the roots came from. I agree. My local blues artists that are here in Portland, Oregon, that I'm going to say is Lisa Mann. Lisa Mann, she can sing. She has a new album out. I highly recommend it because she is, she's a badass bass player and she sings I, t I highly recommend it highly make recommend it we, you know portland's got a lot of good music out there that one wouldn't realize and you know one one of our bands portugal the man Ooh. they they made it out they made it out not I, I love portugal the man they're amazing i yeah. love them we we have a lot of of different types of music too here in portland yes and different yes different diverse all different types of music and the thing that's super dope about portland is i don't know about right now during covid but putting covid aside naturally there's music playing in the streets of portland and you hear it and it's so beautiful jeff carroll came out with a new song um this year Yes, it's on um, Apple Music. Check it out. It, it, I got a little snippet of it. Um, everybody should go download it, man. It's he, Jeff Carroll's got that unique voice that, I mean, it's just one of a kind. One of a kind. Oh, yeah. I, I love his voice. Love his voice. Do you have like a couple of those, Joel, that you you have that not a lot of people know about and it's just hidden right in your back pocket i do i do i have so back in my day i know that's not too long for some people but i'm 26 so like good like 10 years ago um i was going to warp tour and that was that was my shit that was my shit. I got to find and discover so many different bands and bands that I've already known and I got to go see them. It was so amazing. I got to see bands. Anti-Flag, I got to see... Okay, I got in trouble for this one. Their band is shortened up called Drugs, but in rea it's called Destroy, Rebuild, Until God Shows. And that band, ooh, that's a really cool one because it has Craig Owens and a couple of other people from different bands and they just created this big, huge mashup band and it was... it check that one out but i don't think i don't know i haven't checked if they make any more music because right. i haven't but their their ones back in the day were really good and Jill wore that t-shirt to school and got in trouble yeah that's what i was gonna say so i had a shirt and it had the dots and everything so it, is, it was like d dot r dot and it was like spelled out drugs but um, I guess I got in trouble because it said drugs. But I was trying to explain to them. I was like, "Why well, can't it would you couldn't fit destroy rebuild until God shows on a shirt?" And so they're like, "Nope, you can't wear it." And so I had to cover it up. Yeah, you can't be promoting drugs. Drugs are bad. Just say no. But <laughs> honestly, growing up, uh, this you guys can blame me whether or not. But I was my brother's biggest fan. So, this the name of their band, I can't help it. That's what they chose, guys, but it was Get in the Van Kid. And I tell you, they made some great music together. And yeah, I did. went to every single show that I could get. Oh, yes, they were amazing. My brother can play his heart out on guitar. He is freaking amazing. Yeah. So, I think, like, yeah, growing up, I was into bands and for me i think my brother's band was my favorite band growing up because i knew every lyric to every single song that they made brendan started off um learning the guitar kind of at a young a young age and he started off with the blues mm -hmm. and he it, that's how he started 
playing was, you know, the blue scales and stuff like that. And he, he first initially, um, but he was already in band and he played the clarinet. Which, by the way, he was still amazing at clarinet, and um, the band that he was in went and performed at this, like, big, huge thing in Portland, and it... So, yeah, he's talented, guys. He is. Again, he is the person who helps us with all of our music and everything on here, so if you guys want to hit him up for anything, hit him up, because he's amazing. He does our music, you know, every single show, mm -hmm. um, and he's got thousands, thousands of different sounds out there so yeah i highly might recommend him but as brendan grew he dabbled in all types of music he just yes. didn't he just didn't settle on one genre um and that's what's so great about his music is he could go from one extreme to another yeah i think it's really cool he, I think uh, when he became an adult, more, he just started dipping his toes into other things. I've had some friends in bands mimicking birds in Portland. I knew the drummer. I don't, I don't know if mimicking birds is still around, but I, I really loved their music. Um, they were great. They were great. Did you have... Do you have any other bands, you know, that you can think of? I have tons of bands. Um, I can just keep going. Yeah. I got Silverstein. Silverstein's based in Canada. Super cool. Um, I have, oh, who else do I have? I've got, oh, you know, this isn't a band, but this is a really good person to listen to. And it's so sad that he's gone. Mac Miller. Mac Miller is an amazing person to just, you know, vibe with and just relax to. He's amazing. Um, another person that's unfortunately gone, and I don't know if we have any fellow rapper listeners, but I listen to all different types of music. So I listen to rap. Nipsey Hustle tragic that he's gone but his music was so cool amazing awesome he's rap genius i loved lincoln park i know a lot yes. i get a lot of of negativity when i say that but i loved lincoln park and when the lead singer had um killed himself i cried just like i cried with chris cornell well in such tragic it was such tragic and i thought he was doing better and and i lincoln park was my it was my shit it was my shit when you hear you hear it in his music the struggle that he was going through when you go listen to him from back from the beginning until you can hear the struggle like numb i've become so numb you know and then you know whatever what is that don't wake me up and it's like you can just hear it and he he was hurting mm -hmm. and I don't think he got the proper help that he needed but so what was that favorite uh, music band in Canada that your friend um, would listen to or does listen to that's really big yeah my uh, friend Greg he told me that the popular band in Canada is called Tragically Hip and we got to listen to them for a little bit, and I actually like them. They have yeah. some good good music. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, I don't know if he's going to kill me for this or not, but uh, Craig had a band of his own, and he won't tell me what the band name is. And we all know who our friend Greg is. Is I mean, he's been on our show. He's been on our show. If not, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. I'm calling Find you him. out, Greg. I know you were you were in a band, and you won't tell me the band name. Meal exchange, give change, take change, make change.
you guys checking out our boy Jesse Sponberg over at UrbanSurvivorMan.com. If not, I highly recommend it. He's got our favorite morning show, Coffee and Bong Hits, Monday through Friday. He has Strange Game on a Volcano going on every Thursday. Do you need some fresh new music and beats? Check out Comeback Karma. Liven things up a bit. He's on Instagram. Check him out today. Get a hold of him today. Let's liven things up a bit. Do it. Guys, I would like to remind you, if you like what you're listening to, Please like, comment, share, subscribe, and please leave a review. Thank you. Um, we came from, our, our family came from a musical background, kind of on both sides of our family. And my mother, um, she... Was a press professional singer. She went to um, school. I mean, she was still in school when I was growing up in college. Um, she was she was is very popular within the, within you know opera, and she was very popular. She's she would get paid to sing at church. Um, She's a choir goddess. She is. Her voice. Oh, her voice. And a lot of people described her voice um, as like an angel. It's That's like an what angel. I was about to say. She has like an angel voice to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're little and you have a professional singer and, and they're always singing in the car and they're always practicing and I got to say, Mom, I love you, and I'm sorry I said this to you because I didn't know back then because I was little, and I'd I'd be like, stop singing, Mom, stop singing, because she was always singing in the car. She was always practicing. And, you know, one thing when you're little, like, I think it was about, like, Emma's age, Mm -hmm. and she would be in these operas, and she was in a, a comedy, a comedy opera, and... People were laughing, and I started crying, and I was like, don't laugh at my mom. Don't laugh at my mom. I remember that, and I would sit and watch, you know, all of these, you know, big, you know, theatrical things. And, yeah, and so, yeah, we had, and, you know, my my uncle, he played the guitar. Um, He was an actor. Uh, On the other side, we had... My other uncle, he was into the drums. He was a drummer. Um, so we, we kind of grew up, you know. We were surrounded by music everywhere and, we went, all different types. And on Christmas Day, um, we would sing carols. And it would be like they would break out like the real bass. Like my cousin Brian would break out the real stand-up bass and... Oh, it was so cool how we always did our music during Christmas time because we would actually bring out real instruments. Yeah, yeah. And mom would sing. Yes. She mm-hmm. would start us off. She was the queen. She would start us off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, in those moments, when you're in that moment and you're surrounded by your family, you tend to need to absorb those memories because like in COVID we didn't get to have Christmas right and we didn't get to do all those those fun things and guys when I'm telling you we thought we were so good we wanted to make a Christmas album I'm not even joking (laughs) we thought we were so good me and my uncle we were like we're gonna make a Christmas album we're going to start selling it to people. We're so good. 
<laughs> it was great. It was great. Okay, but you got to remember, our family, they tend to like to sip on the old alcohol during Christmas time. So I'm pretty sure we weren't that great. <laughs> It I mean, would have been like tena if Tenacious D did a Christmas <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think I think my one of my favorite things that we do because duh, we're into music is karaoke. We've been into karaoke since I was little, and mm -hmm. I remember growing up. And this is when we had like karaoke revolution, and oh, what was the other one? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, you had rock band too. Rock band was also cool to have, but I think Karaoke Revolution was where we were like, "All right, we're stepping up our game." We really took it serious to where we tried to get the top score every time. And the thing I remember is you and Brendan trying to do "You're the One That I Want" oh, God. for the for Greece, and you guys were trying to hit the notes. And then when you guys finally got it, you guys celebrated because you guys did it for like a week straight. That shit was hard. Shit was hard. But you know what? We did kind of take it seriously. Now, now, I mean, our favorite, uh, our favorite karaoke, we can't download any more music, so it's kind of a bummer. We have to listen to the same songs. The other thing, this is, I think you only did this with Brendan and I, and it would be like in the car. And it, what would we call it? It was like music roulette or like whatever, random. And yeah. you would play a song and it was like you would quiz us on songs. Like we mm -hmm. were we would try and get good on music. We would be like, mm -hmm. okay, artist and name of the song. Right. And it was never the same genre. It was all nope. different types of music. And me and Brendan would sit there and see who could get it first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always yeah. loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I will tell you this. I have hurt myself playing karaoke once. Um, yeah, you have. Why don't you tell them about that? Tell them what you thought was such a great idea. Oh, yeah. I thought I could. You know how those... <laughs> the professionals. How the prof Keep it to the professionals. No. Yeah. Yeah. The professionals. They would twirl their mics around with the thing and then I was gonna like I was twirling that mic twirling it twirling it, and I was gonna like throw it over and catch it and it caught me right in the eye and I got a black eye <laughs> <laughs> and it was for her birthday guys yeah yeah it was she got for a black eye for her birthday <laughs> hey but if it wasn't for karaoke I would never have learned how to do the the is it the what is it called that dance the Carlton yeah, I could do the Carlton now. But guys, she doesn't do the Carlton to the typical music. Tell them who you do the Carlton to. It's got to be Pat Benatar. <laughs> Pat and Benatar. It's, and it's love is a battlefield. I know, love is a battlefield. And I have to do it. It's like that point where she's like battling and she's going to battle dance. And Hey, guys, know. if we get this goal, hey, if we can get over, let's say... 100 listeners 150 listeners maybe we'll post a video of her doing the carlton no we gotta get we we gotta get like 400 Ooh, okay 400 you hear so that guys if we get 400 more because here's the thing then we would be able to sponsor um getting like the equipment for it and so that way we can get you know something to video us I'm telling you guys, it's a gem. It's a gem. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's your guys' challenge. You guys want to <laughs> see me do that? We need some more butts in the seats. <laughs> yes, we do. We need more listeners, guys. Help us out. Hey, but you can see Jewel, me, and Brendan lip-sync out there on YouTube if you wanted Why to. Why did you give them that info? <laughs> now they're going to go looking for it. I know, but they won't know how. So if we get, mm, you know, some downloads, maybe. Maybe if you guys download some, I'll send you the links. Yeah, show us some love, guys. If you show us some love, you know, you may see a couple surprises. I think something that's really cool, Mom, is that for your parents, they always work together, but they were different. So, like, Grandma listened to classical music and grandpa listened to, he listened to the stones yeah he did the rolling stones mom listened to like all 
all like folk music, Joan, uh, Joan Baez. And, mm-hmm. Which, again, great music. Yeah, and then my dad was the complete opposite. He was like Neil Hippie Young. rock and roll. Rolling Stones, rock and roll. Um, the Who. I mean, we that I, that's why I think I passed down to you. You know, my children is listen to all of it, and I think the wild side we got from dad. I did. Dad. I got I got my rock and roll, and I got my grungy. I got my hippie ways from him for sure. The Rolling Stones was his band, and that I don't know how band. many times he saw him. How many times? You know, Bob Dylan. He loved Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan can't sing worth the crap. He can write. He can write that. <laughs> and that's one thing that I was always jealous of was you got to go to the coolest concerts ever. To uh, Alanis Morissette, like I know he took a, He took <sighs> me to Alanis I'm Morissette. I'm so jealous of that because I love her so much. She's like woman empowerment. Go. Yeah, he took me to Alanis Morissette. He's taken me to The Who. You guys know that. Um, he took me to Heart. Oh, no way. Yeah, he took me to Heart. Um, of course, Cindy Lauper when I was a teenager. I luckily she... got to see Cindy Lauper. But, you know, he did this and he would put up with it. But, you know, deep down inside, I think that song by Cindy Lauper, Money Changes Everything. <laughs> She was rocking on the stage, and he totally loved it. He totally loved it. I could see him getting down. You know, I got to go to concerts when I was young because my cousin was in uh, a famous band, uh, The Tubes, and um, Todd Rundgren. He was in Utopia. And Michelle Gray was in the tubes. I think my first concert was in Chicago. So I think I was ten. From rock and roll to to folk music to he he had all the flavors too. I mean, I I think I turned him on to I was very jealous. He took my brother to see the Rolling Stones up in Seattle and he she, he, my brother got to see my girl Cheryl Crow. I was so upset. They put, I love they, her, and they put her on the cell phone, and I could barely like hear it. And I was like, "Ah, oh, you guys suck." <laughs> see, this is. I wish I would. Li- I lived in that time era. Um, seeing when all the people. Yes, because that is the best. Is the best music. Yeah. Yeah. He listened to so much. He turned us on to so many different kind of. Um, I one time, I I said, Dad, where where did rock music come from? Because you know, the rock music was from him. Where where did rock music? He said, Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry. I said, What about Elvis? And he's Ooh. like, No, 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 no. It was from Chuck Berry. I'm like, Okay. He's like, He's the he's the king. And I'm like, oh, okay, Dad. <laughs> hey, give me some Elvis. Oh, I'll make you guys proud. I sing that stuff in karaoke. I love me some Elvis Presley. I know you got that down. You got that down, I girl. It. I got it down. Yep. I love yep. it. Yep. Suspicious minds come at me, guys. <laughs> okay, so then we need a couple, a, a thousand, a thousand downloads and chasing in suspicious minds. Okay. Yeah. Guys. That one, there's going to have to be a lot more going on if there's going to be some singing involved. Uh, if you guys want to see that content. <laughs> so when we talk to you guys about all this music and different stuff, um, it does, music does really help in all different ways in thing in different things that you do. And um, I have the definitions of how it helps and then I also have another description of um, how music therapy works and so in 2011 there was analysis done and several studies suggest that music therapy enhances people's physical psychological cognitive and emotional functions during physical rehabilitation which is huge um and music touches on all aspects of the mind, body, brain, and behavior. 
Music can provide a distraction for the mind. It can slow the rhythms of the body and it can alter your mood, which in turn can influence behavior. That That is, I think, why I love music so much is because I kind of get into these bad head spaces, but then I turn to music and then it helps me out tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And one thing is we did watch recently the documentary uh, with, of Billie Eilish. And one thing is you have to remember with these artists that I don't think people... They don't realize. They don't realize. They don't realize what, that they're just regular people like you and me, and they have their own struggles and their own shit going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes in lyrics, um, people write lyrics to help them so they don't do things. And we got to remember that um, sometimes it's a healing for them to write the lyrics. Um, one thing would be for Eminem. Yeah. Eminem, I'm sorry. Eminem shouldn't be banned. Out of how many rap artists that I hear them say, I'm gonna F this chick, I'm gonna do, I, M, are you kidding me? Not Are Eminem. you kidding me? And Eminem, when he, his stuff, when he, especially the long time ago, which is what they're trying to do right now, his long time ago, he was so sarcastic. And anybody who knew him knew that. And if you find it offensive, don't listen to it. Here's the thing that people need to realize it. And I'm going to get real because these are real people. They're writing poetry. They're writing the words down. Sometimes this is how their mental health is helping them. Billie Eilish. Come on. I She's learned dark. I learned a lot watching her because she was so young, a struggling yeah. teenager who struggles. Eminem was very very young when he started. Very very young. He struggled. But I think I liked the perspective. I liked the perspective of Billy's mom, where people were trying to hammer her, saying like oh, she talks about such this heavy emotions of stuff and da 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 da. But her mom's like, "What you do? You not see the world? What else is she supposed to talk about? That's what she's talking about because that's what's going on right now. And is it better for her to keep that inside and not let it out? You know right. what I mean? So it's like it's better that she's letting it out than keeping it in because that is one thing that I learned with watching her was that I hold in so much. And I think, you know, from watching her, I think I'm going to start writing in a book. I think it's really good for anybody to just write all those negative bad thoughts that they have across their mind to just write it down. Mm -hmm. And you, so, do, you don't need to show anybody. Those are your own private thoughts. So I'm going to take this, you know, you picture... Billie Eilish is just this, you know, I, I love Billie Eilish and this is the way she's um, communicating her, her struggles and, you know, in her mind. But I got to tell you, it's the same thing that Eminem is doing mm -hmm. and we're going to badmouth him. Come on. I mean, he had some really heavy songs talking about wanting to kill himself, talking about downing pills and slitting his, you know, and it's heavy stuff. But in reality, it is better that these people release these emotions than keep it in because some of these people that didn't get to release emotion, unfortunately, look at what's happened to them. I mean, he's not out there doing it. Come no, on. He's no. writing it down. It's the same thing. Billie Eilish is writing it down. And I Eminem think the song that they're they're trying the song that they're trying to I think um, cancel him with is the song they did with Rihanna saying I'm gonna tie her down to the bed and uh, light this house on fire. Oh, I remember that song. But do people they're listening to that one part? And this is sorry, Gen Z people listening to that one part, but if you listen to that whole song and the message that they're talking about, if Rihanna isn't saying anything, then why are you guys? Like, come on, guys. Do your research. <laughs> you have to. A lot of people judge the these artists, but you, you don't know how hard it is for them to just put themselves out there. I mean, I... I can experience like the podcasting as putting us us out there. 
I can experience my art putting putting that out there in front of the world. Something so personal, my art, and then showing it to the world. And then they get judged, and then they get shut down, and then they have, there's such high expectations of that individual and their image and all of that. You don't realize what it's like for them. Yeah, and if you... Um... That's, I mean, because we just watched it recently um, in Billie Eilish's documentary. That's what she talks about. She was worried. She was having a conversation with her family and her brother saying how her brother wanted a big, huge hit popular song out. She didn't because she was afraid. She was afraid of people's reactions and what they were going to say, if they were going to beat her up. And that's what she, she was worried about becoming popular. She was, she was afraid of how people were going to attack her. And that, and that is so sad when people are just trying to put out good music and stuff that is genuine to them. Nina Simone, Nina Simone, I really love her music. But if you, if you dip into her background, I just, the world is such a crazy place and it doesn't matter. We, we could say it's raining out and somebody's like no no it's not rain and they're going to argue that fact and it's so crazy to me how messed up that you know music is going to heal people they use it for chemo they use it you know so you can relax they use it for a release heck you listen to music when you give birth when you go to the dentist and if you're afraid of the dentist they put in headphones it is, it is a great distraction. It is a distraction kind of from what's going on. And it doesn't matter if it's rap. It doesn't matter if it's classical music. It doesn't matter jazz, blues, blues. all the flavors. Yes. All of it. All of it. You don't know what one type of music is going to relax somebody. Well, and I don't listen to all the same types of genres. It all depends on my different types of mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And music has proven to heal people. Mentally, physically. So these artists need to have a little bit more respect. I feel like. What do you think? I think, I definitely think artists don't get enough respect I mean, and that's, I can, I think Logic talks about that very well with his last music he had come out with because he was heavy into social media, heavy, heavy into it until he just kept getting backlash and everybody's opinions and their thoughts and he's doing this wrong and he should be doing this and da, 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 and he was just tired of it. He's like, because I'm me. I want to be true to me, and that's all I can be. And so he was en he's enough of it because he was tired of being judged. And that's what a lot of these artists get judged for. I mean, God damn it, freaking Britney Spears. She got judged so hard. But if you guys look at what the hell she was going through, you got, like, anybody else who's going through struggles with just having children, something then going on with their partnership, and then being having their face in the media... You don't think someone's going to go crazy? Like, come on, you guys. That is a perfect... Her situation was a perfect example of what a good thing that she had went wrong because of what bad people did. Right, right. Yeah, that happened to Britney Spears, but it happened to a lot of people, too. But I think the most messed up part is because people are saying sorry to her now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like she needed help back then. Right, and where was everybody? And everybody was just bashing her, bashing right. her, bashing her, and said, calling her, oh, it's just, I have a different thought process with Britney Spears, so I got yeah. her back. My favorite saying was, it's Britney, bitch. But Heck you know yeah. what? <laughs> People don't realize when I say that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter if the music is like pop music. Mm-hmm alternative mainstream it doesn't even matter if you're in mainstream people guess what you made it you take portugal the man and then they were they were what they were and then they they made it 
And they're like, oh, they're a sellout. No, they're not a sellout. They broke through. They broke through. And I'm so sick and tired of hearing people bash people when they make it or they have money or they have this or they have that. So what? They earned it. Right, right. They worked very hard to get to that point of where they are. Whether you listen to rap, whether you listen to folk music, you know, one of my favorite songs, I can't pronounce her last name, but um, the name of the song is Not a Pretty Girl. And that's one of my favorite songs. One of my favorite songs. Look it up. Not a Pretty Girl. It's one of my, it's in my top 10. It's, it's, she's somewhat kind of folk. She's not, she's not a cat stuck up in a tree. There's a lot of music, whether it's folk. I'm not, I'm not a huge country fan, but I respect it. Dolly Parton, love Dolly Parton. Um, there's a lot of Carrie Underwood. I like, you know, it, just because I'm not into it doesn't mean I'm going to talk bad about it. No, because they're artists and they, their content that they're coming out is attracting to the people who mm-hmm. they're trying to attract to. And it, it's not bad. No, they're not, it's no. not, what they're coming out with is not horrible. It's not harming anyone. So if it's not harming anyone, don't bash them. No, don't bash them. Just imagine if you were in your, in their shoes. So before, you know, the, the last episode that we did is, um, Imagine a world if the words you spoke appeared on your skin. And if everybody would learn to uh, stop before they said something, maybe maybe things would be better. Right? Yeah, and I mean, the, with the world of social media, then there's also the typing and the commenting and everybody's opinion. And it's literally you get so many opinions these days from people who aren't in your day-to-day life and they don't know what's going on. And that's okay. And you just got to breeze by those people. Katy Perry, before Katy Perry got really popular, but just because she got popular doesn't mean that I don't listen to her. And it doesn't mean you lost any respect for her either. No, I I don't. And, you know, Katy Perry, I liked before it, she was even on the radio. And I, um, this sounds bad, but I knew of her when she was dating the guy from Gym Class Heroes. So I knew her before she was like even like big, big, even making right. music. Mm hmm. Yeah. She was on Warped Tour, right? Mm hmm. She was playing in Warped Tour. And she was like the only female playing in right. Warped Tour. Give her props, solo. Man. She was so, and she was solo. Yeah, and I think it was like, I kissed a girl and I liked it or something like that. Yes, dude. When she came out with that, everybody was like, "Who is this chick and what is she making?" But then everybody, you know, turned to it and loved it. Pink, Pink is my girl, man. Pink is bad ass. Pink is badass, and she. She ain't afraid. I love that she's popular because she ain't afraid to say how she feels. No, no. And that's kind of, I mean, she's kind of the way we are. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then, like, duh, we can't talk what the F is ladylike. Yeah, what is ladylike? What the F is ladylike, people? Hey, if you guys just, it's called ladylike. Ladylike. So ladylike, the definition of ladylike we are the complete opposite. We're the complete opposite of ladylike, okay? I mean, my mouth is... Okay, I got to just tell you guys, on the topic of ladylike, I got in trouble on a car ride yesterday about 10 times for saying the F-bomb with my daughter. Uh-oh. That is telling you something, and she's constantly... Can't say that word. Can't say that, and I'm like, oh, crap. And then, But the thing is, is sometimes I'm saying, I'm like, oh, fuck, and I'm like, oh, so I keep got to I got to catch. Remember that music is healing. Remember that music comes from human beings and it's hard being a human. It's hard being a human in this world and every person needs music in their life. The artists work hard to provide that to you. The artists Put themselves out there 
for you. If you have your favorite music that you would like to share with us that is healing, that is something that has gotten you through, something that has saved your life, and you would love to share that with us, we'll post it out there. We'll listen to it. We'll put it on all of our social media pages. Remember, we're all one big community. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our sound engineer is by Brendan Ginn. Our theme song, yes, yes, we got a theme song. You're listening to it all through the show, is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs>